Yo, DJ L Spade here. Asking y'all, take a second after you listen to my podcast and go check out my new album, L Spadia 2. Got over 200,000 streams on Spotify and over 100,000 streams on Apple Music right now. I think you'll like it. Check it out. Tell me what you think about it. Hit me up on Instagram at DJ L Spade. Follow me on Facebook at DJ L Spade. Follow me on Twitter. I bet you can guess. At DJ L Spade. Peace. Common Knowledge Podcast. Just a man doing the best he can with what he got. COVID got everybody going crazy. It's, it's Omicron variant. People have had enough. And stands must be made. Principal stands, that is. Yeah. The homie Neil Young. Famous Canadian singer from, uh, what was the uh, 60s or 50s? How old is dude? Like, I definitely think he got everything popping around uh, the 60s or 70s. Popular uh, singer Neil Young took Spotify to war. Said he just couldn't take it no more. Because the homie Joe Rogan out here is spreading misinformation about the COVID vaccines and COVID in general. He couldn't take it no more. So Neil Young's like, nah, bro, I got I to gotta do something about this. <laughs> and what Neil Young said was, hey, man, Spotify, pull off all my music off your platform because I can't deal with the deadly misinformation Joe Rogan is spreading about COVID. Now with the principal stand that the singer Neil Young made. Now, before I go any further with this, I, I just want to point out uh, Neil Young ain't new to this. He true to this. I'm from the Deep South. And Neil Young made a protest song about uh, racism and segregation called uh, Southern Man off his uh, 1970 uh, album uh, After the Gold Rush. Right? And the reason why I know about that because a famous band called Leonard Skinner made a reply song to Southern Man called Sweet Home Alabama. And I went to the University of Tennessee at Martin, a very country-ass school, and every white fraternity party I DJ, somebody yelled out, play Freebird, play Skinner. And along with that comes out finding some of the history of why people like these songs. That's, that's just my thing. That's what I do. So like I know about the Neil Young and the, uh, the Leonard Skinner feud, right? So Neil Young is used to like having like hammers thrown at him. He's a pretty principal stand taking guy. Like this ain't the first time he done did this. Just want to point that out. And true to form, Spotify, I'm pretty sure they went in the back office, looked at them numbers and said, man, shit, all that money we paid Joe Rogan and all the money Joe Rogan bringing in, psh, easy bet. Bye, Neil. <laughs> Neil Young basically said, yo, Spotify, it's me or Joe. And Spotify looked at Neil and said, all right, yeah, we take Joe. And they obliged and took off all of Neil Young's music. And oh boy, conservative media had a field day with this, man. I saw so many damn memes about this. When you're so woke, you cancel yourself. Neil Young's an idiot. Why is he doing this? He just killed all his catalog. Good job, Spotify, for not bending down to a super woke liberal Neil Young has just killed his career. And if this is what you think, uh, two things must be true. One, you dumb as hell. And two, 
you don't know how the music business work. Yo, bruh, Neil Young was popping in the 70s, man. That means Neil Young's core audience is damn near 65 to 70 years old, man. That, that's his, his market. Streaming wasn't around during that time, which really means Neil Young damn near already got his money, guys. Everybody bought physical copies of this man's record. Neil Young has a big-ass backstock catalog that I'm quite sure he already sold to people getting sync licensing deals. Like, all his money ain't coming from streaming. It just ain't, bruh. And a lot of folks ain't even looking for Neil Young like millennials on down. They ain't really looking for Neil Young. But you know what this did do? What this did do was give Neil Young some burn and some pub. So now, all the millennials on down gonna be like, who the hell is this Neil Young guy taking this principal stand? And guess what's gonna happen? They're going to go to every other damn platform and look for his damn music. Like Neil Young streaming though, is about to go up out the fucking frame. This was actually ingenious. I don't know if he planned this, dog, but this was an ingenious ass strategic move. Make a principal stand, man. Get that media pub and everybody under. Cause like I said, his look, man, I ain't trying to be cruel, but like Neil Young, 76 and people grew up with Neil Young. They died. If COVID already got them, <laughs> they, they died just from old age, man. I'm just being honest about the shit, right? So this is a way to get your shit popping. Like people always wonder like, why all these um, biopics are coming out right now? Why are they doing Queen? Why are they doing the Beatles and stuff like that, man? This is a way to keep their music relevant to a younger audience, man. Like a lot of people, including like my girlfriend at the time, we went to see Bohemian Rhapsody. When it first came out, like me, because I'm a big Queen fan. She never heard of Queen, but I'm a my favorite singer is Freddie Mercury. If you know me, you know that. So I'm like, I'm going to see the, how, how um, <laughs> I'm going to check out how much they fucked up this biopic. <laughs> so I took her to see Queen. She loved the music, like literally for a month straight. Only thing she played was Queen. That was a way for them to introduce the greatness of Queen and Freddie Mercury to a younger generation, man. So that's, that's the move, man. You got to introduce yourself to a younger crowd to keep your music relevant and popping. The same thing with Skinner. A lot of those folks I DJed in college knew about Skinner because their parents was on Skinner and they played Skinner back to back to back and they kept it going, man. You got to introduce your music to a younger generation, right? And Neil Young, I don't know if it was planned or not, but just did that. Because all this media pub about COVID, People finna go check out that man's catalog because the number one place to look for music really ain't Spotify. It, it sold up like 35% in the market. But the number one spot is YouTube. So I'm pretty sure, man, folks on with the Apple Music, YouTube, and check out that man's catalog. Smart as hell. So no, this is not going to end in Neil Young's career. If you thought that, man, you, you dumb as hell. And the thing with Spotify pulling off his music, bro, like here's my thing. Why did Spotify even pull off dude's music to begin with? Like, Spotify is under no obligation to keep anybody's music up. Right? Spotify can pull down all my music right now. They can go to DJ L Space Catalog, be like, we don't want that shit up here, and pull it down because it's a private company. However, they're also not obligated to take anything down. They're not. This was a flex on Spotify's end. I, I really feel like Spotify was making a flex. They kind of backfired on them. 
And this is why. So Spotify stock shares dropped by 12% after Neil Young demanded his songs be removed from the platform. So what Spotify didn't really count on, right, after they pulled the music down, they didn't count on, like, other folks following after Neil Young's principal stand, right? So right after Neil Young said, yo, I'm taking my music down, Joni Mitchell, and if y'all know who Joni Mitchell is, man, Joni Mitchell is quite possibly the best female songwriter ever, possibly. But she took the same thing, she took the same stand right after Neil Young. They've been friends for a long while. Like, yo, take my music down. Then the guitarist from Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band announced, hey, man, man, put my music down too. <laughs> and then uh, Brianne Brown, a best-selling author who had her podcast up on Spotify, well, slated to come up on Spotify. She's like, nah, Neil Young's right. Pull my podcast. I'm stalling it until y'all can get some misinformation right. And it literally killed Spotify's image, bruh. Like, that's what Spotify didn't really see coming, in my humblest of opinion, man. It's like, look, all right, cool. Neil Young don't want to be on our platform? Cool. It's just one old-ass man. But what you didn't expect was people following suit. They did not expect that at all. And the thing is, man, these old artists can do that, man. Like, DJ L. Spade, young ass, can't do it. If Spotify pulls my music off their platform, I'm fucked. I'm totally fucked, I tell you. Because, like, now the younger generation mostly finds their music through streaming. But all these old established acts, they could give a fuck less, man, because everybody already done bought their album. They already done got, like, buku royalties on the back end for all this stuff. And in most cases, these folks already done sold their catalogs. So they don't care if Spotify don't have it. Spotify really needs these old artists for credibility more than these old artists need them. Because just think about it, bro. Think about it. Think about it. Right now, if Drake, uh, who else is popping right now? Drake, Ariana Grande, uh... Put it like this, if basically all the major artists of a universal music group just decide to pull that stuff off Spotify, Spotify just basically becomes a back basement ass place, dog. Like, all the credibility is gone. <laughs> like, it ain't a popping place no more. So these mainstream artists with this big ass back ass catalog gives these Spotify folks, you know, credibility. And like I said, they don't need the money because they already got it. Uh, Neil Young put out a statement saying 60% of my revenue, I'm sorry, 60% of my streaming revenue, and that's important to point out, comes from Spotify. 60% of his streaming revenue comes from Spotify. Now, here's the thing, guys. I'm a music producer. I do music. And 60% of my revenue also comes from Spotify. Right? 60%. Because most people have Spotify because they have a freemium a freemium setup, right? So most people go to Spotify to listen to their music. But all of Neil Young's income ain't coming from Spotify. It ain't even coming from streaming. Like, I would venture to say, in my humblest opinion, that maybe only 15% of Neil Young's passive income is coming from streaming, bro. I would venture to say that. With the type of career Neil Young had, he can get his old ass up right now, do a concert, and probably pull in four million right now, dog. 
like off top. Like off one concert, you probably could pull in four million. If that man do like a, a, a old guy tour, ain't no telling what kind of money dude coming up with that. Like, yeah, he ain't worried about that little revenue from Spotify. I'm pretty sure he's getting roared. He's off sync licensing. If he ain't sold his catalog already, if he sold his catalog, he probably got at least a hundred million for his catalog. So like I said, dude ain't really getting no money off that. He's just getting pennies off the back end. Like dude already got his money, bro. Now, once again, Spotify, don't put my music because I'm fucked if you do that. But Neil Young don't need that. This was a flex that went wrong on Spotify's part, bruh. Like, yo. And I think Spotify knows it. They know it. And know how I know they know it? Because Spotify just announced that they're going to put out a fact-checking system to review some of the misinformation that's being spread on Spotify, which is a knee-jerk reaction to all this. And, like, honestly, I'm on Spotify's platform right now. You're probably listening to this podcast on Spotify right now. And honest question. Do you trust Spotify <laughs> to weed out what is like proper information about COVID? Do we trust Spotify to do that? Are we going to put all the morality on Spotify? Like Spotify is going to be able to tell me what is factually correct information about COVID and what is false. How's that going to work? Like, look, man, ain't nobody finna go out here and listen to all these damn podcasts and strip up the damn internet for that. Basically, what they're going to do is they're going to form some kind of damn AI, look for keywords and monitor the shit and blah, blah, blah. And look, man, ain't nothing going to happen, dog. This is just lip service, what I'm telling you. But, hey, man, shout out to Neil Young for making a principal stand, bro. Like, he's able to do it. Shout out to the elders, man, stepping up. And Spotify, like, yo, Get your shit together, Spotify. Get it together, man. Like, Spotify is a platform that I use regularly because, like, where are you going to do? Where are you going to go besides Apple Music, like, and YouTube? But Spotify really, really, really been shooting themselves in the foot. Anyway, man, <laughs> Neil Young, <laughs> you won this battle, bro. Yo, if you like the Common Knowledge Podcast, check out the Random Show hosted with me and the homie Alex Lex Caliber Hunter. On the Random Show, we talk about random shit. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at random. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B. Random. Yo, keep it on theme. And I, I hate talking about COVID because <sighs> honestly, I'm over it, bro. So over it. I'm over all this stuff, dog. As some of y'all know, I live in Japan and the COVID numbers have really increased here. Partly Japan's government's fault. If you recall, two years ago, Japan was saying, oh, COVID isn't the big deal because they was trying to have the Olympics. But guess what happens when you bring in a lot of people from foreign countries? Ding, ding, ding. COVID numbers go up. And now on the back end in Japan, people are, well, the Japanese government and people are trying to really mitigate the spread of COVID. And there's a whole bunch of knee-jerk reaction stuff going on. And the anti-vax sentiment is not as heavy as it is in America, but there are a bunch of people in Japan also who are staunchly anti-vaccine and think the vaccines are malicious and the way to kill you. Not as much as America, 
but there are some here. And I'm here to say, guys, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't. Don't really care, man. I, you know, it's every man for himself. Or woman. Or whatever pronoun you want to use. I, I don't even care. You, you're on your own, guys. Dead ass. I feel like, man, it is mentally taxing and frustrating trying to get grown-ass folks to act right. Because you ain't going to act right, bruh. You know, it... There's so many things wrong with this whole situation, dude. When we look back on the history of this trying COVID times, I just hope the history is told right. And, and one of the, the things I hope is told right is that, yo, we did it all for capitalism. <laughs> like, we showed the true nature of capitalism. And let me just make this clear. I am a starch capitalist. I am a diehard capitalist. But this is like the problem with capitalism. And it would expose. People were willing to send people out to their deaths just to keep the economy going, dog. Like, think about it like this, man. We real life are living through the Hunger Games. It's a deadly virus, a virus that if you got it, it could kill you or significantly decrease the quality of life you have. And if you was one of the privileged, you was able to stay at home and work. You didn't have to go to the office. You could stay at home. But oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you peasants? You know, the people who do the dirty work and keep shit going for the privilege. Y'all got to go out there and die. We're going to call you essential. But y'all, yeah. Y'all got to die to keep this money coming in. It's literally what we did, guys. We didn't give them no extra money. We didn't give them no free health care. We just said, go die for this, for this capitalism. Go die and be happy. That's what we did. And in most cases, if they didn't go to work, they fired them. <laughs> the real life Hunger Games, man. We just put all these folks up for tribute. That's what we did, bro. And yo... These PPP loans and stimulus checks, we're going to look back and realize this is some of the dumbest shit ever, dog. I read a report, man, that most of those loans went to the top 15 uh, richest companies. Like, we did everything in our power not to give money directly to people. I mean, we gave people in America, like, a little stimulus check. I think the most everybody got, if I'm not mistaken, on average, if you didn't have kids, it's like $5,000. $5,000 for two years, bro. But who got all that goddamn PPP money? If you wasn't scamming, 9 out of 10, the folks who had money got the damn money, bro. Capitalism, yay! We did everything in our power to stop folks on the ground level from getting money. Think about how stupid that was, bro. Hey, man, the economy's going in the tank. People losing their jobs. People can't eat. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to give it to all the people who already got money. Ha! <laughs> like, seriously, I remember the um, the debates during uh, the presidential election. You know, uh, the Democratic debates. 
And truth be told, I was really like, really pulling for Elizabeth Warren. I was like, man, she got a plan for everything. Matter of fact, her having a plan for everything kind of knocked her out of the race. You want to ask me like, yeah, Yo, you can't be out there telling the real price for healthcare, buddy. Kind of wait till you get in the office before you <laughs> start giving out numbers, man. But the one candidate that said this was that we need to start giving people money was Andrew Yang. Universal basic income was his pitch. He's like, yo, man, we got to start doing universal basic income because we don't do that. Automation is going to take a lot of our jobs. And if everybody had $1,000, man, it'd be a good safety net. Think about like if everybody had $1,000 a month coming in from COVID. Just think about that, man. $12,000 that you knew was coming in no matter what. COVID would have been a lot better, bro. Even for me over here in Japan, bro, if I knew I had $1,000 a month coming in, psh, bro, COVID would have been a breeze. But you know who got that $1,000 a month? Folks already had money. Like, literally, look at the money they spent for PPP, for all these companies. I think, uh, what? They get the money back, but Shake Shack took out a loan. They didn't need it. Like all these companies that just took out the money because it was there, though, didn't need it. It's a whole list of companies who just took money because it was there. It's like, oh, man, hey, more money. Hey, wow, why not take it? Have you ever looked up like the biggest companies that took out the Paycheck Protection Program loans? Because that's what PPP stands for, Paycheck Protection Loans. Was it a uh, new age beverage company, basically Nestle? They took out $140 million. Uh, Real Network, the people who bring you such uh, software like Real Player, their parent company is worth $70 million and they still took out $2.8 million in PPP loans. Don't think you really needed that. Uh, Staffing 360 Solutions, which makes $500 million a year. Pull more than 19 million in PPP loans. A streaming video company called Quantum Corporation, they pulled in 140 million and they took out $10 million for a PPP loan. People with money got more money to give the people who really need it. Just think about that, dog. Off that list I just said right there, dude. Over a hundred million dollars. But they couldn't give you a thousand dollars a month, bro. You couldn't be trusted with it. We got to give it to all these companies to keep the economy going, but we know what? We can't give it to all the regular ass people, bro. How stupid was this, dog? Like, literally. <laughs> None of this shit makes sense. They gave you $5,000 in stimulus money in hopes that you'll go out there and spend it to keep these other companies afloat. That's what stimulus money is, bro. It's money to stimulate the economy while they was giving these folks more money. Just to hold on to, bro. That's money they could have just gave to the people. You know what else is done, man? Third world countries and underserved countries Countries and people who not let in to the global economy, they're still fucked. Like, yo, 
<laughs> Yo, flex is the privilege of living in a first world country, man. I'm American. I'm living in Japan, man. The vaccines came here relatively quick. America was first and Japan followed suit. But a lot of these countries don't even have vaccines. And not to mention, man, these vaccines was given away for free, bro. For free. Free ski. Zero. You can't get an insulin shot for free. But yo, vaccines for free. And we still haven't got the vaccines to the rest of the world. Like, yo, until all the world is vaccinated, none of this shit we're doing really matters. Because you can't go nowhere. You're just isolated, stuck in one spot, bruh. Over it. Tell you that. I'm over it. I'm over it all. I feel like, yeah, look, if you don't want to take the vaccines, I'm cool with it. Don't take it. Roll the dice. Shake them sons of bitches up. Blow them. Hope you roll seven. On the come out. If you roll snake eyes, man, you die. I'm sorry, man. I'm on my Ivan Drago. If they die, they die. I'm just over it, man. Like, mentally, mentally, I have shut down, bro. I'm not out here telling you what to do or what not to do. I'm just looking at the whole situation, and it shows how fucked up we are as a society. But anyway, man, COVID, over it. Do what you got to do, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to The Random Show. I'm Lex Caliber. This is DJ L Spade. Now, last time, you got my three personal fitness tips for anybody who wants to get in shape. Not for a New Year's resolution, because if you're doing that... Your booty. Reassess your life. Please. Stop smelling like booty butt cheeks. Please stop. But for anybody who wants to improve their health and fitness and, and just feelings of energy and all that stuff, I gave three tips. Now, this time, my partner here, DJ L. Spade, is going to give his three tips. So, please, illuminate the people. Yo, man, I'm going to keep this simple. And, look, first, know your body. You're going to see a lot of people peddling these lose weight quick schemes and build muscle in 30 days. Flat belly tea. Yeah, eat like a bodybuilder. And I'm going to tell you guys, all that's bullshit. Also, all these supplements, for the most part, they're bullshit. Now, take a look at me. Take a look at him. Now look at me. Now look at him. Now look at him. Now look at me. This guy is 6'2", damn near 300 pounds. I'm 5'7 and a half. 5'8 <laughs> on a good day. It doesn't take the same amount of microbes to feel me. Macros, I'm sorry. <laughs> Micros. Micros. I got the, the COVID. Micros. <laughs> Macros to fill me up. Does it take to fill him up? We're two different body types. I can sustain off a 2,000 calorie diet. Not this guy. No. So when you're looking at diets, man, know your body. Know what your um, body is capable of doing. Me, personally, when I'm trying to cut weight, right, I cut my 2,000 calorie diet down and maybe even down to 1,500, depending on how like rapidly I'm trying to cut. But that's all about what goes in, what goes out. So keep that in mind. If I, if I may. Yes. I agree 100% with what you said about supplements. For the first 17 years of working out, because I started working out uh, my first year of high school because I was on the football team and, you know, the team, we had team workouts and all that. So from that point, for my 17 years of working out, I didn't take uh, protein powder even. I didn't take any supplements because I wanted to see how far I could get just on my own hustle. 
Which leads me to my second tip. Fuck the supplements. Fuck them. Guys, this is a hustle. A scheme. I, I can't tell you how many... <laughs> how many 15-year-old kids come up to me and be like, Yo, Spade, how much protein I need to take to get muscles? And I'm like, what you mean take? You mean eat, right? Because you all thing you need to do is eat. At 15 years old, dude, your body is at peak optimal muscle nutrients absorbing. Shit's like a 3D printer. Yes. Like, dude, all thing you got to do is eat. Like, a kid told me that he was like 17, going on 18. He was uh, wrestling here in Japan. Mm. He was like, yo, man, how can I get muscle? I'm like. Which kind of wrestling? Oh, not wrestling. Wrestling. Okay. All right. All right. All <laughs> the Olympic right. wrestling. Yeah, not not uh -huh. wrestling. Uh-huh. Wrestling. Yes. And I was like, dude, he's like, what, what supplements do I need? Spade. I was like, nothing. Eat some chicken. <laughs> like, eat some damn, eat a steak. Yeah, eat some goddamn meat, yeah, boy. Like, bro, that's all you need. Eat. Vegetables. See, the thing about supplements, you guys are using them wrong. Supplements are used to supplement what you're already eating. So, let's just say you're on a high-protein diet, right? So, say you're trying to satiate yourself like me. I'm cutting weight right now. So, I'm trying to satiate myself. So, to do that, I need more protein in my diet so I won't feel hungry and I get those cramps, right? So, I might want to up my uh, protein to 300 grams. The goal is to try to eat 300 grams of protein. That's the goal. But if I can't, that's when I'll take a protein powder to supplement those calories I'm not eating or ingesting. Get you over the hump. That's how you use a damn supplement. It ain't a cure-all, be-all to everything. Also, like, I'm at the age now, I do need supplements, man. Like, my body is not at peak muscle performing <laughs> optimal age, right? I'm 40. I'm a man. So, yes, I got to take BCAA and protein now to get that quick pump. But it... 18 or 25, you don't have to do that. And if you're a woman, it's a way different. You got like hormones and like other stuff going on in your body and that I don't even know about. You need to talk to a doctor about. So I'm saying, <laughs> don't fall for the supplement hustle. Don't fall for these master cleanse diets. Drink this lemongrass tea mixed with some cayenne pepper and some honey for three days. Just Watch drink two water. Melt away. You're just starving yourself. Oh, like seriously, I had this. I'm not going to call their name. But it's like, yeah, I did the master cleanse diet and what it is. Basically, Cleansing's I get, bullshit, by the way. It is. I, I took lemon juice, honey, cayenne pepper, and I drank three gallons of water every day. I'm like, bro, you just starved yourself. That's all you did. <laughs> you yeah. didn't like, <laughs> you yeah. didn't do anything. You starved yourself. You didn't clean nothing out. Nothing. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. You just emaciated yourself. Congratulations. How many quarters you got? I need you to take them all. I need you to put them up your ass because you played yourself. And tip number three, my final one. Work out for looks, not weight. Like, the scale will lie to you guys. Fair point. It, it will lie. And I know a lot of people battle with the weight, but your goal, in my humblest opinion, should be to feel better and to look better. Fuck the scale. Fuck what it says. Like, look, dude, a lot of y'all look at these idea weight charts and be like, oh, well, for my height, my idea weight is supposed to be 145. Technically, I'm overweight, guys. I'm obese on the BMI. I got a BMI at 30. I'm overweight. What'd they tell you? It's kind of bullshit, man. So work out for your looks. Try to get a look in mind and try to hit that goal. And don't weigh yourself every day. If you're trying to lose weight, it'll happen, dude. Like, technically, a pound is 3,500 calories, right? So if you do, if you put yourself in a 500-calorie deficit every day from your regular diet, then you're going to lose a pound a week. 
but that's hard. You know, don't beat yourself up. Work out until you look better. And it shouldn't be something you do just to look better. It's something you do for the rest of your life, man. Mm. Like, it shouldn't be a one-time thing. Like, oh, I'm going to look better for summer, so let me go ahead and get... Nah, man, try to keep doing this. Like the homie Lex say, getting in a routine. That's what you really want to do. But stop working out for the scale, man. Work out for yourself. Ooh. And that's my three tips, man. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, man, I'm out here trying to help, man. Saving yeah. souls out here. Somebody's going to be like, you ain't you ain't that buff, Spade. Why you giving fitness tip? He's about that life, though. Yeah, I'll tell you idea. something. I'll t- let, me, let me tell you something, man. Anybody who wants to say that about Spade, as long as I've known him, he doesn't. He 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 is very self aware, and he knows if he backslides a little bit. And he's got friends who support him, and like, yo, you yeah, doing all right? And he'll hop right back on that horse and get his abs back. Let me tell you something. That's a he never. And you don't slide too far. That's a bonus tip, man. Get yourself a circle of a support circle of people who are gonna keep you in line. Like, it's a reason why I hang around the people I hang around. Like, in all aspects of life. They let me know. Like, I go and put it, like, when I backslide and I get too far, this guy let me know. Be like, yo, bro, look a little tubby there. You might want to push them chips back. Because, like, here's my thing. I know my weak spots. My weak spot is my diet. My If, if something messes me up, it's the diet. This guy's diet is way cleaner than mine everywhere. Like, he is the master of prep and eating like clean i'm not that good like yo every once in a while i'm gonna eat that twinkie and that donut and that ice cream but it's good to have somebody like this who could be like buddy <laughs> might want to push that plate back a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah because i mean look i ain't gonna lie like you chris maurice leo hero like yeah yeah well, they, they about that. I had that joke, man. Like, even when I fall off, I still look decent. So, like, regular people, like, oh, you look great. I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm buff, man, fat. I'm you don't regular know guy. The glory <laughs> that I had. Like, yo, I'm buff, man, fat. Y'all don't, y'all don't know. I'm on a different scale than y'all are. <laughs> like, I'm getting held to a higher caliber than you regulars. It's like it's like the bottom of the top tier. Exactly. Yo, dead ass. I'm still, I'm still a tier above you, a tier yes. two. I'm just at the bottom of my yes. tier. I'm, I'm better than you regular ass dudes. <laughs> but like, the fitness guru, like, no, that's just like, yuck, what happened? Yuck. <laughs> and that's another thing, right? So you like buff guy, massive, big. Uh. And I'm just like fit guy big. So when I put on a sweater, I'm a regular dude. <laughs> like, people don't know I'm buff until like the summertime when I can take off some clothes. Like, right, right, right. I'm deceptively buff. They're like, oh shit, we didn't know, yo. <laughs> I mean, you got that shock value then. I, you know, that's the only thing I like about summer. You know, I could start yeah. wearing the tank tops. Why you wear so many tank tops? Come on. Now. There you go. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, you're buff year around. Like, yeah, I. so I. <sighs> it's true. And I don't have as much shock value as you do. Like, if I take off my shirt, like... Oh, we knew it. it yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of expected. <laughs> exactly. Right? Um, but I will say some people are surprised um, how slim my waist is. Yeah, you do have a tapered taper waist. I, I will say that. It, it is kind of shocking. Actually, when you did that boxing uh, drama, when you was doing the boxing match, you was the boxer. I forgot what drama it was. 
Was I uh, was it underground or was I in a in a ring? Not the underground. There was the one in the ring. Okay, yeah, that was a yeah. movie. That was that was a movie. Yeah, yeah, for that movie, I was like, wow, this man is actually tapered in. Like your waist is a lot, lot smaller, deceptively small <laughs> in the waist. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. but huge. When you just hear, like, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Like curtains match the drapes. Yeah, you're not surprised. Like, yeah. oh yeah, buff dude, he's buff. Have you ever listened to the Common Knowledge Podcast and be like, damn, DJ L. Spade, I wish you would talk more about music. But yo, I got you covered. Check out the Secret House Against the World Podcast on YouTube, hosted by the homie Robinson Mega, or Mega Robinson, if you please. Co-hosted with me and the homie Jed Axel, we talk about new releases in the hip-hop sphere. Basically underground, because that's their taste preference. But yo, if you want to know what I think about music, check out Secret House Against the World on YouTube. That's Secret House Against the World.